Welcome, everybody, to the TZR Podcast, episode 181. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Justin Chow. Yes, two times in a row. What is up, Justin? Nothing much, man. What's up, Liz Isui? Not much. What's up with you? With me or him? Nothing again. But what's up with Alex Shock? <laughs> well, you know, Justin, uh, <laughs> I'm okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool, guys. Um... So, we have yet another pretty boring weekend news, but I managed to scrounge together the just the the tiniest drops of information. There's some stuff that happened this week. There is some stuff that happened this week. Um some guy who ripped off Switch games got sued and they're chasing down people who made accounts but like bought games off of G2A and stuff. All kinds of craziness, but uh I've I've brought I've selected a few this is ha- there's a curated list of news that we have here that's good uh that i think should be pretty interesting but before we start we need a, uh, an update from last week's episode where justin let us know that he was going to put some time into black set oh, right. <laughs> we're justin, going straight into that justin oh, did you put some time this is so important so it was funny let me tell you about the inboxing first now so basically um black set is an i don't know it was it was bad it was just bad. Straight <laughs> up, I'm just going to give you the verdict. So, so basically, you're... T- tell us what... So Black Sad is a game based off of a fairly... I think it's a fairly popular uh, graphic novel slash comic series. So an anthropomorphic uh, cat on the front. Sense. Yes. He's is a cat. Is the comic called Black Sad? Yes. Oh, okay. Black Sad is a cat, and he's a detective, but yes. he's like human-shaped. Like, he's not... They're all like anamorphic. very much like Batman. Yes. Well, yeah, well, but he's got whiskey. He looks like uh, like the spirit or whatever that Batman was based off of. Yeah. Mm. Like he's got like the trench coat yeah, and he he's got like but his like face looks mm. like Batman's cowl. So Okay. <laughs> okay, so that puts things in perspective. Then people buying this game. I mean, the interesting part was and I got the like the special edition where It had a hologra- holographic on the cover. Yeah, I mean that's Hol- actually Whoa. So the cover is actually like a little postcard that's a holographic postcard right. that you can keep and then it came with like tarot cards or some shit. Anyway, it's an interesting detective kind of story. It's very like story based, and it's fun because it's like uh, if you're, I can understand the comic book side because whenever you have an interaction, you get to choose these three things under a certain amount of time. It's kind of like um, Telltale. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, well, sort of, I guess. <clears throat> but your job is to there's like a crime, and then you have to figure out like what the pro, like you have to piece together the the thing by talking to people, um, and like there's certain parts of the game which break out into different mechanics, such as like. Oh, you get to like inspect their face and like look at their clothing and look around the scene, trying to figure so something the, out. So it's not like a third person game, right? It is a third. Well, so the third person part is where you're walking around, clicking on X on random things on the walls and shit. That's about it. But I will say the game is uh, it's riddled with bugs and it glitches <laughs> very, very often. And there's been times where I go from one scene to the next and it loads for probably over. Sometimes five minutes, like a solid real five minutes. Really? And sometimes when you get into the next scene and there's like a, like a, you know, pre-rendered video that comes up or like, uh, like, what is Cinematic? Yeah, the cinematic. Thank you. It'll uh, <clears throat> have problem loading those cinematics and it'll just freeze. So that was weird. I was having some problems with that. Um, so gameplay-wise, would you liken it to like... Here's the other thing about the Walking gameplay. Dead Telltale kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, I think so. But like you you are able to explore like areas and the scene and stuff. Okay. Um, but you can only walk, so you're walking very slow, which I thought I would be fine with, but I realized I like the option of running. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Yeah, and you know what this game basically reminded me of? L.A. Noir, basically, without mm. anything exciting. It was... 
slow. How, how, how long did you play it? I played it for we we all played it for about like maybe two two and a half hours. Oh, wow! And it was very. And I feel like it was hard to like continue playing. Like at one point, I was playing with my sister and her boyfriend, and at one point, boyfriend just goes, "Yeah, Justin, I think this is a bad game." And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> "I think it might be." The voice acting is um not bad, but it's not good either. It's like was the character of Black Sad even interesting? Mm, Replicate no. his voice. What did he sound like? He's yeah. very low and like gruff, but then at the same time, kind of like airy. It's like, uh, yeah. So uh, you said that you found him at eight <laughs> o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, all right, dude. That sounds I get about it. right. I get yeah. it. Trying a little hard, but it, some of the interesting parts was thing. when you're talking to somebody. There's another mode where you can go into like inspector mode and you look around the scene with like your eyes, your nose, and your ears. Like you can That's hear things and you can use your nose to smell. Like okay, so on her, I don't know, on her dress, you smell like some cinnamon or some shit like that, and like you hear something. It, that part was interesting, and then I was like, okay, so now it makes sense that he's a cat detective because he has heightened sound, like senses, senses so, exactly. Yeah. Um, and all the people are animals. Yeah, right. But after it froze for the third time. Uh, and I had to close it down. I, I bought L.A. Noir. Wow. That's the conclusion like, of my story. Oh, you guys story. want to play a good detective game? Here you go. Basically, is what happened. And I, I never hilarious. finished that game, so I might jump into that eventually. Well, I commend your uh, your dedication yeah. to the cause. I mean, we, we just needed to know. We anybody wants to, know. to play it, you're more welcome to. Uh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard path. I think it's just going to be slow. But if you... I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like with such an it's abundance slow. of... At least decent games. Yeah. <laughs> there's really no. Well, now plenty a, of stuff. There's no place for Black Sad. That's okay. At least that I gotta finish playing. Yeah. yeah. Now would be a good time to play it though. If you're gonna play, if you're ever gonna play Black Sad, dude, you know? I'm, I'm making serious moves on my backlog right now. Nice. I'm actually like loving that no games are coming out right because right? yeah. I can just like start chipping it, away. It at feels stuff. weird though. It does not happen. I'm like, well, I've been playing Kakarot, but it does feel unfocused. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. I'm like very anxiously awaiting information on a new game or just like i mean it's really final fantasy 7 like that's what we're waiting for right now like yeah. uh, or doom you know yep oh and animal crossing but it's like and like a nintendo one. direct dude a nintendo direct that's actually one of my uh when's the last nintendo direct like is it really that long everybody's complaining about the it smash one with byleth which was i would say a that's like mediocre two weeks ago i know everyone's like all right let's move on let's do well, something the thing else is, like we haven't had like a proper one yet like oh, talking about what nintendo is actually nintendo doing direct, not yeah smash yeah right. Right. yeah yeah so sense. i mean i'm because they're not coming to e3 either right i'm not sure i'm sure they're gonna have some sort of Direct they always that have that time. like treehouse thing, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so actually, that that spins off into two interesting things. Uh, one of the topics that I have is you if know we have Nintendo Direct predictions, and then another one is additional news about uh, E3. Before we get into the Nintendo Direct, speaking of, do you think <clears throat> now knowing that PlayStation Five and Xbox Series One X, Series X, a Series X is coming out? Do you think Nintendo is like, okay, so if we had a Nintendo Direct, like, there's going to be probably a huge drop in stock because nobody's going to like what we're going to tell them when everybody else is coming out with a new console? Um, <clears throat> they're probably uh, scrounging around for something, right? I don't think that that's the case. I'm sure they're... Uh, so this perfectly works into predictions. Like, I, I don't know. I think that they're gearing up at least to reveal some information to us because I mean, after Animal Crossing, there's really not much there's on nothing. the horizon. Yeah. So I think this yeah. is the opportunity where they start teeing us up for what the next phases are, and I'm sure a lot of people are anxious to know what those are. I mean, I'm I'm certainly expecting some more information about uh, Metroid. 
Like, yeah, right. That's. How many do they really have an update though? Uh, well, it was about a year ago that they said that they had to basically go back to the drawing board right. and start wasn't again. Wasn't that two years ago? It might have been. Oh, two, I think, two I, years I think ago. the announcement was two years ago, and then yeah. last year was when they said like. Sorry, we, La- we yeah. screwed up. We, we need to... Metroid? Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, Metroid Prime 4. Listen, they said, I... we're going to start over. Mm. Yeah, they said that last I year. I do feel like we do this every year with Nintendo, though. Like, it, it gets to be around February, March, and we're like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, yeah, we don't yeah. know anything that's coming out in the summer. No. We don't know anything that's coming out Christmas. What then... would you guys so want to see? What really launched last year, though? So yeah, I'm trying to... Was that think. the summer of Splatoon, or was that the year before? Splatoon, Splatoon was Octo... like launch year, yeah. yeah. No, 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 but the Octo... DLC, yeah, oh, I don't know because they announced that, and then they announced like there's Pokemon Sword and Shield, that right? Was, right. They always have yeah. one thing in the summer, and then one thing. Oh, in... and they had Smash all of early next last year. Yeah, right. So they had a lot of Smash directs across. The yeah, entire I have a feeling it's going to be like we'll late. we'll get Animal Crossing. We'll right. likely have like a good, probably like a mediocre summer release, and then like a really great, like highly anticipated winter release. Yeah, I feel like they'll what's just left. Yeah, let's go back to the well. You know, what What have we seen in a while? You know, Donkey seen, Kong. We haven't seen Donkey Kong. We haven't seen Kirby. We haven't I would, seen... Yeah, I would really love a new Kirby Mario game. Mario Kart has been Imagine a little bit. like a like 3D a platforming Kirby game. Kirby yeah. game. Wasn't the... Mm. Switch already has a Kirby game, right? Yeah. Uh, Kirby Star Allies. And it, and it was, was, like, too easy. It was very bad. Yeah. Um, a good Kirby game. There was also a very bad Yoshi <laughs> game. Uh, yeah. In Yoshi's Crafted oh, World. Oh, yeah, funny. that Nic- was bad. Nicole loves Kirby. And yep. I was going to just buy that game because it says yeah. it's co-op. Don't buy that game. So I'm like, oh, thank God there's a demo here. Let's try the demo. And Nicole was so pumped about it. And we start playing it. And she's like, this sucks. Do you, <laughs> like, do you have a, I don't want to play this. Do you have a 3DS? Uh, yeah. Um, I will loan you triple, is triple something and Planet Robobot. Those are the two 3DS games. They are fantastic. Yeah? Like, those are Kirby games? Yeah, they are fantastic kirby games okay i was like when i bought my 3ds because i got my new 3ds xl or whatever like super late in the life cycle and the first two games i played were those two kirby games and they so were the, really excellent. are those co-op somehow uh, no okay yeah i'm just saying if, she, if she's looking for a <laughs> game she, to play, okay, okay okay i will i will loan those to you okay thank you um yeah but what else what else would you guys expect or would want to see in something like a new nintendo direct i mean i'm really like pumped for metroid like i think that would really get me oh, like um well yeah. when's uh no more heroes coming out great question yeah that is a good question yeah. we that did feels... get a trailer at video game awards that feels like a summer game that yeah. feels like a july yeah uh oh bayonetta 3 is also something that's right. sort yeah. of happening okay. I, like, I would like some... to hear about bayonetta and i'd like to hear honestly Breath of the Wild 2? Yes. But that's like not going to come out this year. Too. Yeah. It's going to come out next year, though, and they I feel like they have a little bit of information on it. I hope. Like, I, I, I'd like a little narrative. bit more of, like, the context of what that game is. Honestly, yeah. If they of, give like, me one more trailer, uh, I'll start, like, researching that stuff. I don't, yeah. Like, I don't need, like, like, I just want, like, the, here's the overall after Link began, or, like, what what why do I need to keep playing this? You show me what, Zelda yeah. gameplay. What's the purpose um, of, ha- of this game? And, yeah. like, does it exist in the same? Yeah, like, like is it going to be the same map? Even I don't, I don't know. Are they going to fly into... off somewhere else? Is it going to be totally new? Like, I'm curious to know that kind of That'd stuff. Be Maybe so not... boring if it was the same map. I'm I, honestly dying for like be. a linear 3D narrative-driven Zelda game, like an Ocarina of Time, like a Twilight Princess. I, like, yeah. a, like I a take Wind a mix. I mean, we've talked about the 
the the flaws, quote unquote, because I I mean I think it's a great game, but yeah. if I were to improve upon Breath of the Wild, I would definitely add more like more of a streamlined temple element to you it. You know what sure. I really liked about like Ocarina of Time and like Links to the Past, Link to the Past, Link to the Past, excuse me, was probably seeing like the towns before it, <clears throat> and then like and then going to like the mm. dark world and then seeing how it's all changed. Yeah. Or like been totally. like it's dilapidated yeah, like or destroyed or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I really like Twilight Princess. Me too. Yeah. There's also that's a great scene in um. What? I was saying you should play Link Between Worlds. <laughs> oh yeah. Was there a scene? In, I think there was a mm. part in Doom, or maybe it was uh, Titanfall too. I think. In what? Where you you kind of go back in time and you're like the Titanfall two. Yeah. Oh, and Dishonored too. There are games I that do that really well. Too. Yeah, that's such a good level. That was cool. Those yeah. elements are always like so interesting because it like builds in nostalgia. Weirdly, it's like you see this town that you're like, oh shit, this used to be like glowing and popular, and now it's like destroyed. And that's such like, like an, an Ocarina Nintendo of time thing, too, right? Yeah. Like, like City of Hope, City of Ruin, kind yeah. of thing. Mm. Like, well, I don't know if it's just a Nintendo, but. I can't think of anything else off of Nintendo. Well, even so maybe, like, mm. even like, I mean, we're playing a lot of Apex. You know, it's cool that something sort of—it's not traveling through time, but and you know, things actually, change. Good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like the giant the gash in the map yeah. right now, and the okay. buildings That's fun. toppled. That's cool. Yeah. This actually leads me to one of our other uh, discussion topics: was uh, season four of Apex. So it was out during our last podcast, but now we've all had a bit of time to spend with the new character. The new map, the new weapons. I mean, I it took that. me 25 minutes to download that 100, 167 megabyte patch. Yeah. And Jason it drove me crazy. was telling me all last night that Revenant is widely considered, like his alt is widely considered to be useless. Yeah. So mm. I've heard. Useless? Yeah. That's interesting. interesting. That's the first I've heard of that. That yeah. it's not, yeah, it's so, not as good. Like, it's very, you gotta hide it pretty well. It's very easy to um, break, so it's not super helpful. And then when yeah. you die, you come back, but you can't even. Like, so you could get... leave like an incendiary grenade or like a. So that's thing. what they, he like. He's. I mean, it was one of you people. No, I think he said this to me. He said like he saw online like. The caustic. A caust- yeah, a caustic just leaves a trap there, and as soon as they come back to it, ksh, dead. Yeah. I gotta say, I haven't really. We played a bunch of games. I don't know if I've ever come face to face with that thing, though. Uh, I've definitely no, I've, I've experienced it in a fight it a few times. Yeah, yeah. But it's almost like I can tell when characters are like shadowed, like they're right. they're in that mode, and it honestly makes me more aggressive because I'm like, okay, I know I can kill them quickly here because they don't have a shield, and then the second they appear over there, all I have to do is like close on them as like, fast. They don't as have possible. a shield when you have your. I, I think when you go into that special mode, it's it's just your health that it's taking down. Which is why when you reappear, your shields are still intact, but your health really? is all gone. I think so. I'm when not, you're getting I'm hit. Sure. It's like, just your shield? I mean, it doesn't damage your shields? No, you come back with one health but full shields. Right, but when you're... So if you activate it and then run into combat, do you have shields that are going down when you get hit? You're I mean, normal, right? It, I thought you were normal. Yeah, yes, but it doesn't matter when you get Correct, uh, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then, I, yes. then I'm mistaken, okay. So I still think it's... I don't know. I, I still think it's good. I don't think his L is good, like his yeah, silence thing. Uh, I think that's really situational. Like, I think it's good against like a like a Bangalore or like a Wraith. Gibraltar. I think it needs Gibraltar, to be. Yeah. I think it needs to be a lot bigger, <laughs> or like you know, shut down an area almost, like yeah. like a bubble shield size. Yeah. I feel like you're. Mm, with most of those characters are like a Gibraltar or a Bangalore. Like usually, at the beginning of the conflict, they're right. using their abilities. So by the time you get to the, unless you like get the jump on them, yeah. By the time you get to them and throw it, like Bangalore's already gotten rid of her two things of smoke, and she needs ten seconds to re- like restock her abilities anyway. And let's That's say, true. and let's so. say even if you 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 get the jump on them, right? They're not going to be this like tight packed unit. You know, you'll get the grenade on 
one, one guy, them. and what yeah. are the chances that that's going to be stays that out? So like, I, yeah, but run into it. the game it is so fluid. I I don't know. It for me as not a you know expert player, it's just I haven't found it very useful. Yeah, I haven't used him at all yet, actually. There's, so I'm, I can't really speak to that. There's also so so many characters that don't use their abilities in combat. Yeah. Or yeah. like they're not like well, like yes, like, like as a pathfinder, you can like jump you can like use it to get away but like you're not it's not usually an right. advantage in a like a full a frontal fight. attack right same thing with like lifeline or watson like yeah. none of these things like it'd be like their abilities. and like wraith and mirage like too well, mirage, their... mirage is pretty big well bangalore would be a good one too to get at the drop Bangalore, on. yeah but, but like yeah. octane too like you're probably octane's probably not using his ability that much because he doesn't want to be taking the damage yeah. as he's in combat so it's your the abilities that they have. A lot of them are not combat abilities, so yeah. it's not really an advantage to get rid of them. Well, I guess it's also like it can remove uh, your ability to use alts and stuff. So, like if you get it on a Gibraltar or a Bangalore, like yes. then they then they can't throw their stuff be, down. It's only ten seconds. Yeah, if it stopped your ability to heal, that would be interesting. Mm. Or like or yeah. like then they run away and try to you know recharge and they can't. Yeah, but. I don't know. It seems like you know. I think if a useful. game, right. a game like Overwatch, like the abilities are so, so much more devastating. Uh, but that's because they like, they're so much more important in right. your in your combat, and like I, and losing love... them is so much more devastating. Right. Like it's really like you're just running around well, and Overwatch you're so too. weak when you don't have your abilities. In Overwatch too, when you die, you come back, and like you keep playing that same game. So I can imagine like a lot of those moves are probably way more impactful offensively. You know, a lot of them are. Sure, yeah. I yeah. love that Apex is not that. Yeah, it's different. It's a different, yes. it's a different game. So that's why, like, when I think of something like losing your abilities in Overwatch, is like you're like, oh, fuck, we're all yeah. screwed. Losing Apex is kind of like, eh. It's like, we'll just run away. Really need them in yeah. the first place. Yeah. 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 It's like I didn't even need to be fighting this fight anyway. So I'll yeah. just run. I'll just run away. Yeah. It's funny too because before he came out, we were talking about how he was like, oh, this dude's overpowered. Yeah. And then we were even saying like. You know, sometimes after you get the meta down, you know, you find workarounds. But now I'm playing them, I'm like, I don't know, I don't, you know, I just don't he see it. clicked with me. I haven't really found a good use case for him. Yeah, yeah. I still haven't used him yet. What he do you guys think of the the new map? All the uh, adjusted the, map? I I mean, I they, they make good maps. You know, there's a lot of varied places to hide, and it's cool that it changes. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I, I was not a big fan of Capital City. Yeah, guy just didn't. I don't know. I never liked that area of the map. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it seems very kind I like of the like boring. Yeah. It was very boring. Yeah, <clears throat> the harvester is interesting. That adds like a whole new like element to it. And then yeah, having the chasm in between. Uh... Yeah, I don't really like harvester, but I don't like harvester. Like, Harvest, big. The I like the fragments decent though. I like that those yes. are kind of separated. I like now. that too. I, I think that that's much improved. Definitely. And it's always interesting to to change the map. Harvester feels like a weird like capture the flag halo map or something yeah That's a good yeah. point yeah, yeah right. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like the whole, yeah. if the whole thing were just you were on either side and there's like i mean i feel like i still prefer king's canyon to uh to this one yeah i can't I like wait until they change back nostalgia you know like I, no, I king's know. canyon had like some really interesting like places i feel yeah yeah it's it, it, the area seemed more unique it's like something yeah. about the I don't, I don't even know what the new one's called you know what I liked about Skulltown <laughs> Pit? No, no, the whole, the whole, the whole map. map. Like the old one was Kings Canyon, and this is. Oh, I don't know. I'm picturing that. Uh, 
Oh man, they have the sign in the loading screen that's called no, World's yeah. End. World's, World's End. End. World's yeah. End. You know what I miss? Yeah. I, I, I feel miss... like World's End is not diverse enough. In Kings Canyon, I miss that like lookout tower off the cliff, looking down onto all these other like the what is it called? Like the river and those like buildings along the river. Swamp. Relay. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Relay. Is it relay? It might be. I don't know. No, I think you think of. Um... It's like you go through bunker and then you yeah, come out. Yeah, the area then... right next to bunker. Yeah. Oh yeah. With all those. Where yeah. you're on this like thing. Run and there's, like a control and room and shit. Yeah. I really like that area. Oh, bridge yeah. cascades. Oh, yes. okay. Because okay. you don't have a lot of areas where you're like looking over down into a bunch of other things. Like yeah. Yeah. And I just I liked the like this. The second variation of King's Canyon, when they had the, the dinosaurs come in or whatever, yeah, like that, I think was, oh, the, was best, yeah. the best iteration of that. And like mm. the, it felt like with all of those new updates, like they were making improvements. Like areas of King's Canyon that were kind of like empty or boring were now filled with with new things. Yeah, then, totally. Yeah, this one's just okay. Yeah. yeah, and then what are your feelings of the new weapon, the uh, Sentinel? Love it. It's, it's pretty, cool. pretty cool. I've I feel like I'm still sort of getting used to it like i'm not really sure i've like situationally found all the right spots for it i feel like the triple take out way better and i like that it they've sort of segregated all of snipers into its yeah, own the classification all snipers is great because then if you want to commit to the sniper you don't have to be like ah I oh out. i can't have yeah. this uh energy yeah. weapon or it's, whatever yeah it's so much easier to to commit to that totally yeah totally. i like all the changes that they made yeah i feel like i've definitely been playing more now than i've like ever been playing so yeah must be doing picked it up right? with a vengeance. Yeah. yeah. And it's fun. Definitely. Okay. So. The end you... of our Apex segment of the podcast. End of our Apex mm-hmm. segment. We just how... play so much Apex. <laughs> how, uh, how sick are you guys of talking about E3? Pretty sick of it. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> we haven't talked that much about it. Have, have we? we talked about it yeah. at all? I feel like there's <laughs> been right, like three podcasts where I mean, I besides PlayStation we... not being there and Xbox, yeah. what are they going to do? And that's like most of the conversations. Like, what else is there to talk about? So, what else is there to talk about? Good. Is, yeah. Is, yeah. Uh, Glad you asked. Give me something interesting. Well, I mean, the, interesting is relative here, but this is something <laughs> that people on the internet are talking about. Uh, so, you know Jeff Keighley, host of Game Awards? Of Game Awards. Mr. Yeah. Keighley. So, yeah. he made a public statement saying that he will not be attending E3 this year. And this is the first E3 ever We're not getting in, a in Ke- history a Keighley that he's press not conference? going to. What the yeah. fuck? Well, well he- it's, it's interesting because he's sort of like this massive figurehead in the industry. And he even said, he's like, I've been to every E3 that's ever happened, basically. Um, and what he's does like, he usually do when he's at E3? Well, he walks he, around. He, no, he did the he hosts the uh, E3 Coliseum, which has been going on for two years. Where they have special uh, talks from um, people around the industry, and yeah. that was actually a new thing they had two years ago. And I think of all the things at E3, that was actually pretty well received by people that went and the and the industry. It's like, oh, this is a pretty cool like first step, and there were like interesting people going there and doing talks. Yeah, it's it's also kind huh. of a signal to the type of people that are going to be there. Because I mean, think of think of it this way, right? Like, there are few people more well connected to heads of this industry than jeff keely right like he knows massive developers in every end of the spectrum and you would think that if everyone important is going to e3 you would just have to go there by default but he's basically being like well i'm just not doing it which begs the question like well if he finds the opportunity to link up with all of his you know connections in the games industry and he's just like not not going there now it makes you think how many of those people are actually going to be there. Why does yeah. he find it like not useful to go? It's, it's like just this like is always the conversation. So 
Like, this person's not going, now this person's not going, now this person... Well, yeah. it is an interesting development, because it does sound like E3 is getting... It's getting, like, blow after blow after blow yeah. as we get closer to June. And it makes me wonder whether or not E3 will be relevant in the next, like, almost, like, two years. And it's weird, because it's, like, it sounds like... Like, last year and the year before that, everybody was like, oh, E3 is, like, kind of... Once I started letting the public in, everybody started, like, questioning, like, whether or not E3 was, like, really that big of a thing. But now it's weird because now it's like, oh, shit, I didn't really believe it then. But, like, now I'm wondering if I should start believing that. So, so this is weird. I was going to pull up the actual, like, tweet where he talks about it uh, to give you guys the info. But I'm scrolling through his Twitter. And, like, so he posted this thing earlier today. And all he's been talking about since then, he's just reposting all of the, like, major articles that are talking about him not going. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just a bit odd. But, uh, so, so this is what he says. He says, a statement from Jeff Keighley on E3. For the past 25 years, I have attended every electronic entertainment expo. Covering, hosting, sharing E3 has always been a highlight of my year, not to mention a defining part of my career. I've debated what to say about E3 2020. Uh, while I want to support the developers who will showcase their work, I also need to be open and honest with you, the fans, and precisely what to expect of me. I've made the difficult decision to decline to produce E3 Coliseum. Uh, for the first time in 25 years, I will not be participating in E3. I look forward to supporting the industry in other ways and other events in the future. Now, part of me is also thinking, do you think that he is doing this to elevate the value of the VGAs? You mean the... Uh... Oh, um, the video game awards because basically, like the video game awards is where the big announcements happen. Or he's trying to, oh, to wow. create the context that this is where maybe the big announcements. Maybe he's happens. thinking it's competition now. Yeah, mm-hmm. so he could be like, you know, I mean, I don't know. They happen at very, very separate times of the year, and yeah, but at the same time, I see what I see what you're saying. It's like all the, not, all it's the... not usually exclusive to be like at E3 and and not. But um, he, the question is more like, do you think he's considering himself a competitor of E3 now? Yeah, it's it's almost like, why would you make a public statement about it? It's like, you, he probably lives in L.A., so, like, That's a good point. he's not just going to be at, like, the W that night or, like, just be walking around. Like, he could just go, but he decided to make a public statement to say, like, I will not be here. I will not be, like, involved with E3. It's, yeah, I don't know. I could see it either way. Um, he's just disappointed with with E3 because, where it is, and that's not not super useful for him to be there and to spend his time that way. I have read, I did read one article where um, they interviewed him after, I guess, after the statement, and he said he wasn't going, and he pointed to um, a statement put out by ESA. Mm. Um, they they put one out. I think we talked about it last week. Where like we're gonna do new things. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Um, and there was something about that tweet he didn't like or that he didn't agree with. Was that the one where they announced that like IM8 Bit was going to be setting up their show? I think floor? so. Yeah. Okay. So I don't really know, but it seems like something. Maybe there's some behind the scenes stuff, but yeah. he doesn't like something that's going on. Hmm. Well, I mean, but he's there, he's there, a big loss. There's a a good chance that there are some politics at work now. I mean, like right. yeah. this is definitely like an unprecedented time for. I mean, if they wanted to, they could easily. <clears throat> everybody could just stop going to e3 and then they just make another one that everybody goes to and then suddenly that one becomes the new e3 that'd be so funny if you made like an e4 wow well what would be the fourth e he figures it out wow (laughs) extended nice you remember extended play from back in the day with tommy tellerico and that other guy no okay not even close yeah who the hell is tommy 
But that's Tommy crazy Tallarico, that you know that. Yeah, he's the uh, he's the like lead. He's the guy who made video games live, like the music thing. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that guy. I, I know. I picture his face. Yeah, he used to run a show with uh, this other guy who I can't remember his name. Ooh, I'll remember it at some point. But uh, yeah, he. Uh, they used to have a show called Extended Play before X-Play. Hmm. Extended okay. anyway, Play. Anyway, I think it's kind of a bummer, just overall, yeah. that the, the status of uh, E3 going into 2020, especially with the consoles coming out. Yeah, I mean, the biggest shame is that, like, you, you it's like, it's like this is our thing. You know what I mean? Right. Games, games are our thing, and we will always want to see all parts of our thing doing well. And now it's like one of the main things is... Changing. Yeah, this yeah is a, it's and changing this is a, pretty dramatically. This is a big thing, you know? Definitely. Quite possibly the biggest thing. Um, it's interesting that PAXs have gotten way bigger. I'm stoked for PAX. Yeah, me too. And E3 is starting to dwarf. But yeah. I guess they have two different, like, yeah, right. uh, like reasons for purposes, you know? Right. Yeah. All right, guys. I have two more topics before our true gaming topic of the week. Let's do um, it. Hit me. Do you guys want to talk about Dreams, or do you want to talk about Anthem? There's more stuff on Dreams? There's developments in both how, of these Yeah, games. how, what? Pick one. Let's go I dreams. Can't we're Let's about go dreams. You want to talk about <laughs> yeah. dreams? So, so dreams. As you guys remember, we had a uh, a bit of a back and forth about dreams last week. Mm-hmm. Well, the first publication uh, to post their review posted their review. <laughs> that was a weird sentence. What do you think Push Square gave dreams? I know the I know the answer, but I will not say. He knows the answer. Just right, I read this earlier. I don't understand the question. <laughs> so the first the first major publication reviewed dreams, published their yeah. official well, review what, of what, the game. What do I think the what do you publication out of ten? Okay, Push What's, Square. Uh, Push Square. I don't even are they big? I don't. I don't really. I've know. Never They're pretty heard big. Of them. They, okay. they get traffic. Eight. She says eight. Oh, man, eight's pretty good. I mean. I feel I'll, like go your si- I'll go negative, I guess. Seven, I'll go yeah. six. Yeah. So they gave Dreams a 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Which is pretty fascinating. <laughs> thought about going positive. I should always go so, positive. Yeah. So always... I'll just read the conclusion just to give you an idea. It says, uh, it may have taken the better part of a decade to make, but the arrival of Dreams feels significant. It represents a whole new way for people to make and share things with the world. Media Molecule has made a suite of tools that feels intuitive to use, but more than that, it's uh, built a social platform where players can collaborate and explore their imaginations oh, together. It is a technical marvel, a creative miracle, and one of the most innovative games in years. Hmm. Pros are uh, tools yeah. offer nearly limitless freedom. Dream surfing is an endless joy. I'm, I'm assuming that that's just like playing through multiple yeah. things. Um, Sharing through other people's dreams. It, it's interesting that they focused on the platform that went along with the game. Yep. It's like it's an engine it's an engine that you can build stuff off of, but it would be nothing if you couldn't share it easily and yeah. browse easily. So it's all it's awesome that they figured that out well yeah. enough that it's intuitive. Yeah, I mean I think it's great. Like like we were saying we were saying last week, like all the all the news or like not t- formal reviews, but like, you know, first impressions that I'd heard of it were all very positive and were all and- like if the, if this is what you want to do, like this is exactly what you need to have. Yeah. So I also read that uh, the game's launching with a basically a full game campaign called Arts yeah. Dream. There you go, Arts yeah. Dream, which is a couple handful of hours. I don't know, but it it is a full game made by Media Molecule. Yeah. And it's supposed to be That's awesome. What, yeah, that was it, what was missing from the. Yeah, it's supposed to be like a demonstration of the release. entire game's like toolkit, basically yeah. like everything that you can do in it. Um. Which is pretty fascinating. I think, like, so I'm I'm shocked that any game of this type would get a 10 out of 10. Uh, 
Oh, there's it's, only one one. It, it is. It is just. One. I don't know why everyone's so negative about this game. I'm not. I'm not trying to be negative about it. I'm just saying it's surprising that any game would would. <laughs> like, I feel like this is indicative of our conversation no, 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 last week. I, yeah. like, Alex and I are both like, yeah, we think it's really good, and you were like, will it? I won't leave I, you. I, Justin, I, see, I hear what you're a saying. A 10 out of 10 is, is a, like, a, a rare thing. Is it like thing. God of War? Yeah, That's I, a it rare is, thing. It is, it, like, it's, it's unique. Like, this is a... I think it's going to be a great tool that doesn't exist yet. And sure. And that's what they're saying well, here. Like, if, if you want to make a game and we're going to give you this easy way to do it, have at it. Make your dreams come true. Like, yes. do whatever the hell I'll, you want. So, so, Little so, Big Planet was really well-reviewed, too, and this yeah. is just... Basically, I see this as a, right? a much have, expanded version of that. Yeah, they have a good track record. Like, right? What would uh, what would you need to? What would need to happen? Whether or not something that you see or or hear about that would get you to buy this game? Because mm. I'd have to see some. Um, I'd have to. Well, I'd probably give it a few weeks for people to create things. Yeah, and then I would. I'd probably see a mashup of all of the different like. You can play this game or this game or this original game that only comes out on Dreams, and it's like really cool. Like yeah. I've seen some demos of people making like this fully robotic AI head that blinks and moves and has all these articulated parts, um, just in engine, and it looks like a real robot head. Yeah, I don't know. People can do crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. I think it would need to be like mainstream, like things that people are sharing, and then suddenly like, oh shit, that's you crazy. gotta check this thing out. Yeah, and they're already I mean, doing that with early access. Sorry, screw right. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely that's definitely these are all really good points. And, like, to piggyback off of what I was saying last week is I, I'm i now very curious what the sales numbers are going to be for a game like this. Because, like, would would this kind of momentum be enough to basically, like, push somebody into the camp of wanting to do this, right? Because, right. like, the tools may be amazing, and you might be able to do all kinds of crazy stuff with it. But I also think that you have to have the wherewithal to want to do that yeah. you know last what I mean? week last week we were talking about how like industry and like at least our interests or what i guess would be mainstream interest have moved towards like the singular experience the single player experience where it's kind of like capsule blah, blah 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 maybe that's just us i don't know but <clears throat> with that thought like yeah i see what you're saying it's like now it's like okay well maybe i wonder how how many people out there would be interested in something like that? Yeah, like what, like what kind of scores need to come out to to push yeah. uh, casual? I've never heard of this game into like yeah, like that that sounds like the type of thing that I would like. You know, lots I think, of tens. I think there's more interest than ever in people making games right now. But didn't I? I, I wouldn't like argue We looked that. at like a a sales list of you know what are the top selling games? Was it on on Switch? Because we were looking at like. Um... Adventure, adventure fit or whatever mm-hmm. ring fit, fit adventure yeah Thank you. um i looked at that list and like minecraft was still on it yeah like yeah. like minecraft st- is still on like crazy how i was thinking about playing minecraft today <laughs> how long has minecraft been out that people are still playing it yeah and still yeah. buying it and it's still one of the top selling games on that console and I, for me like that can that customer that is playing minecraft is this person that's gonna want this is like build my own uh, world maybe. creativity like maybe I, I mean maybe I, think, I, I feel there's like there's definitely hits, an intersection I, I, I was gonna yeah, say I'm sure like that Venn diagram sort of there's audience. there's yeah. gonna be some overlap but uh so, yeah I mean I hope those people are out there I hope they buy it I think it's uh I mean even back in the day you had like the Gary's mod and Kerbal Space Program and mm-hmm. you know these kind of creative games and that was yeah. back in the day like this is a much more robust thing do you see yourselves buying this game maybe again if it's like if there's enough there um if it has some following and there's actual people using this i'm zona maybe and it probably comes down to how many times i hear it in a day 
Yeah, and how what I hear about the campaign. Yeah, like honestly, I'd be pretty in it for the campaign. Part of me is just curious to like know what it is. Because I mean, like with most games that come out, I like to have a fully formulated opinion before I sort of like poo-poo it or or whatever. Um, So I'd be interested in playing for that reason, but like I definitely wouldn't be making stuff. Like that's for sure. (laughs) Frankly, most most games that I gravitate towards now are like shorter, more like concise complete experiences something that's as open-ended as this is kind of like like well, yeah but what, so what, what am i even doing but if you're you looking know? for shorter concise experiences that's probably what everyone's going to be making in that game uh, maybe but it's like but like to what end you know what i mean that's the question it's like it, i guess it, that, it, to, to me it's like it feels like i would be spinning my wheels in a world it. where mario maker has a mario maker 2 I feel like this game will probably be. There fun. you go. Yeah, yeah Mario true. Maker. You, and right. you made a stage in Mario Maker too. So that's true. I did make a stage in Mario Maker. <laughs> I made two stages in Mario Maker. Yeah. Wow. Um. Okay. So you guys want to hear about Anthem? Yeah. Actually. So still alive. So yeah. Anthem was getting a bit of hate uh, last week because people were more than normal. Yeah. Well, because people were signing into the service and realizing that they still left all of their Christmas decorations up for their like <laughs> seasonal event i love so it. people are like yeah there's no real clear message that they don't give a shit about this game yeah. than the fact that two months after oh, the fact so they still have their Christmas it's like leaving up. the lights on your house that's, that's hilarious. hilarious yeah that which is really pretty funny. bad so i th- i think they have since f- amended that and then bioware released a pretty um not a, a terribly lengthy statement but one would you like me to read this statement or do you want me to paraphrase how long is it Three paragraphs. Paraphrase. Ooh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, essentially what they're saying is uh, they are acknowledging, or they they love the fact that there were people that, you know, enjoyed the game and are customizing their javelins and watching them master the flying and fighting gameplay. (laughs) But but eventually they get into saying that they, uh, you know, they spent the last year trying to make it better, um, but they realized that they missed the mark on so many levels. And essentially said that in order for the game to be what they imagined it would be, they're essentially redoing the entire thing. So I thought they already announced that. I thought they were doing that like well, this mid is, last year. Well, that's what. So this is like their official statement. I think they were saying that this is like the rumor was that they were going to do something like I this. Didn't, um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah, like, no. what was that guy? Uh, IGN and the main podcast. P.S. I love you. What's that guy? George. What the fuck is this? Name? Greg Miller. Greg, it's with a G. All right, anyway, Greg Miller. He had a uh, there was like a little interview with him and one of the um, what about studio producers over at Bioware, right? Where yes, during E three, literally last year, yeah. where he was like, we have all these plans for the next year, and it's going to be huge, and we're going to be revamping the styles and doing X, Y, and Z. Well, I think this. Yeah, is but that's them... they said like we're going to be revamping it, fixing it, renovating it. This that's is right. saying like this is them saying like the reason we haven't updated things is because we're tearing it all to the yeah, ground. Yeah, they're basically saying starting... we're going to launch a new game. Mm. Yeah, like we're we're going to basically relaunch this whole thing. Like mm. essentially, they're going to we sell you another fifty dollar or sixty dollar game. Right. So is what I'm assuming. This... They also say that they're going to continue support for this for the time being. Like they're going to allow sort of some of the radiant events to continue to happen but they've they're essentially saying that they're taking their entire focus off of making this better now and now like basically rebuilding it so question and i could probably come to some sort of conclusion if i thought about it more but why because why not just make a new game why like now you're not gonna get any money from this you know you're now 
rebuilding the poisoned swamp that you already made. Well, so Final Fantasy fourteen resurrected its Final Fantasy fourteen with the Realm Reborn. But that's also an MMO with a subscription. I mean, this yes. is also kind of $10. not an MMO, but I it's mean, definitely Destiny like did some... something similar too. Yeah, right. They not... had a pretty shaky launch and re. But they did, this isn't this is building from the ground up. You know, this isn't just like adding more content. Yeah, and Destiny two was made specifically because the ownership of. Uh, Bungie changed hands. Like, that was now an Activision game. No, yeah, I mean, the original Destiny, like, it launched pretty... Came out to a pretty poor launch, and then they... Like, everybody was hating on it, and then they said... And then they went, like, and over the year, they, like, fixed a lot of things, and then, like, by the end of the first, second year, people were starting to get rid of it. Well, they kept adding content. Like, expansion, expansion, expansion. And they were all solid. Yeah. But this just seems like they added a few things, then, like, oh, wait, the game still sucks. We gotta just, like, redo this, but not get any money for it. I don't know if it's. I mean, a, it's I, we don't know if it's going to be any. It could be just a, a new game yeah. entirely. I mean, so but it sounds like they're redoing. Th- it with this this is exactly what they say. They say over the coming month. Uh, yeah, over the coming months, we will be focusing on a longer term redesign of the experience, specifically working to reinnovate the core gameplay loop with clear goals, motivating challenges, and progression with meaningful rewards, while preserving the fun of flying and fighting in a vast science fantasy setting. And to do that properly, we'll be doing something uh, we'd like to have done the first time around, which is getting a focused team, uh, giving a focused team the time to test, iterate, and focus on gameplay first. So they're basically saying, like, yes, we're making we a new experience. And yeah, like, they, they were rushed. So many factors prevented them from creating the game that they wanted to. Um and yeah, and that's just what they're doing. And I, I think they, I think they probably feel a bit of a sunk cost right now, and that if they were to start over, like either they would use certain like assets from this game, or like, and maybe they don't work, and they need to improve them anyway. Or would they start over fresh and then have the same problem and like completely, completely different game with like a new engine. You I know? think, I think what's happening here is EA was like, we funded you for this long yeah, to right. make this game and bioware is probably like we can fix this we like we can take everything that we've done so far and get a game out within the next year that's actually what we want it to be you know i guess maybe I, i'm just if i were ea i'd just be like this didn't this didn't Power work losses. yeah it's over yeah. you know but i think I, it's already sorry but like the anthem the word is and the game, the brand is just hurt. Yeah, it's and super so to tarnished. rebuild this to sort of like revitalize your already debilitated player base I mean, and maybe... get more people to but play. I remember, they feel I remember, like they have to to fix their reputation. Just like um, I would agree with that. Yeah. Whatever, maybe what was the game? They, Outer the, space, the space, yeah. yeah, Mass Effect. No, the planets. <laughs> no, the no guy man's guy. No man's guy. Thank you. I can but this never is Bioware. They're not Hello Games. Like Hello know, Games is just maybe like it's, a... maybe it's like a similar feeling of they cut and run from their last game because it was terrible. It's like, no, if you want to stay here, you've been... And maybe it's some sort of contract with EA, too. Like, you've been paid to make this game, and you will make this game yeah. <laughs> and make it profitable for I get us. what you mean, because, like, if if Hello Games basically, like, left No Man's Sky in the state that it was, any other game published by Hello Games would be a joke. Yeah. But, like, so maybe Bioware is feeling that. I yeah, understand and maybe saying. they're but, trying to turn the narrative But, again, that. even No Man's Sky, this small team... You know, they didn't revamp the game. They just kept adding content. 
over yeah. time. Just kept kept adding content, and now it's like a legit game. Yeah, this just seems like their solution. Yeah, but the problem, I feel like that's probably I, what yeah. they're going to end up doing. Because they did change things, I, right? When the game like, was announced originally, the game looked fucking cool. I mean, I remember everybody Anthem. being super excited about oh, yeah. Anthem. Honestly, there's still spirit in it's that, and I still, think, I still think they could probably use what they have and then do what everybody expected them to do, and people will probably buy that. Yeah, I mean, like, baseline, there's not another game that does what that game was doing as far as like gameplay is concerned like flying around and it's all this sort of stuff for it, like, but they yeah. just they, they just made a bad product the shit is the like bioware has like you know the more I, I look at them i'm like they really fell from grace especially after the ea acquisition because like the game that they made before this was mass effect andromeda yeah. which was clowned on harder than like any game ever and, <laughs> like i think before that or maybe there was one between it but they did do um old republic the mmo I think that was before EA. I'm not sure. Let's I think see. it was. Public was good. I thought. I it, thought it... it had a rocky. Lo- <laughs> it's another one where there was sort of mixed opinions on it, but I liked it. I played a lot of it. But yeah, I don't know. I just don't. It's not the same. It's it's sort of Bioware in name only, right? Like yeah. Well, and I mean, how many I mean, people? I think a lot of people feel that maybe that's yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 the rest of Bioware game. has been like replaced by other new employees, and it's not even the, the same. Yeah, company. It means that every company, every company rotates. Yeah, but like usually the heads stay the same to direct it, and really you just yeah. have the people who turn over or the people who the you just bees. need to do a thing, right? Like the moment that you have like the director move out, or like yeah, like the the creative director or the you know chief creative officer, it's like fucking it's over. Like I, yeah, I vision is done. You know, mm-hmm. I think you can't really. It it did come out after that. So Bioware okay. was acquired in two thousand seven, which is like holy wow. Shit. Uh, and then uh, Old Republic came out on uh, December 20th, 2011. Yeah. yeah. And then Andromeda was the next one? Or was there one in between? Uh, Andromeda came out only a few years ago. I know. So I'm thinking there was one more between there, but I, don't, I can't remember what it was. What it was. Hmm. Hmm. But I don't know. I, I just think you, it's not the gold standard anymore, you know? It's Absolutely not. not. It's, and it's such well, a game. Fix this game. I feel like it used to be like Naughty Dog. You know, it used to be... Yeah. Or Insomniac. It used to be this great storytelling mm-hmm. studio well, they were i mean mass effect really put them on the map yeah. like that was that was something and they did uh dragon age right uh, oh that was the other one dragon, dragon age inquisition yeah that was early xbox one that was the the one between old republic and andromeda yeah were Got we talking it. about that back in like 2013 <laughs> yeah in the beginning podcast era wow yeah I remember you guys talking about Dragon something. Could have been dog. Yeah, no, it was Dragon Age Dragon. Yeah, Inquisition. Dragon Age? We played it together. Yeah. That you're... wasn't very well loved, was it? I feel like you guys seem to really enjoy like it, but much. you guys also I... said like it looked weird. And I liked like... pieces of it. Yeah, and I did. Yeah, I was way overpowered. I think was... people are waiting on a new Dragon Age uh, announcement. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah, there have been whispers of that. It's so funny. Like all of these IPs are so old, but like throw that out again, people buy that shit like in a heartbeat. <laughs> the industry's oh, yeah. so like so like thriving nostalgia right now yeah, yeah i know well nostalgia driven but also it's people are just Hungry. ready to buy you know <laughs> yeah well, I mean, like, nintendo what am i buying from you yeah. what am i buying from you in the next month launch something right. so i can buy it exactly <laughs> that's exactly why that's right why I'm anxious for the nintendo direct i just mm. want to know i want to know what's I feel coming like new joy kai controllers yes i hate it but i'll buy it this is the only reason i'm gonna buy whatever it's just because i'm like i got nothing else on my nintendo right now um I'm playing luigi's mansion 3 still it's okay 
I like you know <laughs> we're, I'm so, so slow. I don't really have any real want to play that game, but it I'm so like I literally pulled out all my PS4 games the other day and started like looking at each of them. I found a bunch that you gave me, Alex, that I haven't opened oh yet, my but God. I'm really interested in playing, like Dragon's Dogma, Dragon. Oh my God, I love Dragon's game. Dogma. You gave me Devil May Cry Five. Which oh I'm yeah, Ace Combat. I totally forgot I had that too. Ace Combat Seven. That's over right. There. You so bitch. I have a bunch of these games, but at one point I saw Luigi's Mansion on something. I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was a donkey video or something like that. And I was like, maybe I'll buy that. That's how lost I am right now on what game I want to play. <laughs> yeah. Did Bandit Two come out on Switch? Bayonetta 2? Yeah. 1 and 2, it did, yeah. yeah. It did? Okay, because I never time. played that, so yeah. that might be... Isn't it like Bayonetta 1 and 2 edition? You get both games I, in yeah, 1? Yeah, I yes. think so. Yeah. I think I loaned it to you at one point. You, we were talking about it. I don't think you ever did. Do you want but to? Maybe. I'll, I'll I mean, yeah. well, we'll, let me see when I finish Kakarot, and then, like, yeah. if there's time. It's a good game. It's really, really good. Definitely better than the first game. Okay. You know, I actually ended up uh, kickstarting Wonderful 101, because I forgot it was coming out on you Switch. You traitor. And it, well, it was no. just like kind of a whatever sort I mean, of we did talk about it pretty like <laughs> devastatingly last week. Yeah. I ended up doing it cuz I was like mm, I really like, want that sushi dinner. They're at like 2 million. Well, I want to get blocked from his account. I have the uh I have the okay. Wii U version and I realized that I'm probably never going to plug in my Wii U ever again. Terrible so, console. So why did you, you kickstart it? Why yeah, did, did you back for it to come out and then buy it? Cuz I thought it was only like f- cuz I think the It's cheaper if you kickstart. It's cheaper if you kickstart it, yeah. I, feel I think like it's usually a, it's not. Yeah, usually some, I think yeah they'll give you it like forty bucks an early bird discount sometimes. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be a sixty dollar game, directly... but I think if you back it, it's like forty. Yeah, that would be a sixty dollar game if it comes out. Probably. Ugh. I can imagine if you're selling it on Kickstarter. I mean, you have to figure out shipping, right? But you're getting all of those, all of that money, right? Yeah. It's they, not going to like Best Buy. They already made two million dollars. They're gonna make it a sixty dollar game. Yeah, bullshit. Um. <laughs> We well, they also the have money to from deliver. the people who didn't bag they it. To, they have yeah. to deliver all of the games for that $2 million. It's essentially a pre-order. They asked for 50000 I guess that's why I did it, because like there's no way that game's not coming out, and it's essentially just a pre-order. So, okay. What do you say? True yeah, gaming our, our topic. Our time is pretty good. Yeah, what do you say we move on to our true gaming topic of the week? Week, week. So this is more of like a personal lifestyle sort of moral ethics kind of question. Uh, my favorite kind but it's it's interesting because it kind of takes the question of like your person into games right uh so this is posted by you thought dump (laughs) great name you thought dump uh (laughs) but you didn't get dump (laughs) oh no it's not you thought dump user slash Thought dump. Oh, Their name is just okay. thought dump. Yeah. Thought dump. Like okay. thought like T H O T. Like <laughs> that's a thought dump. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's a real thought dump, <laughs> man. So Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so he asks. Now I am absolutely not reading this question, but it, it's it's <laughs> supposed really to be, long. It's well, let me verify by reading. It's question. supposed to be taken as literally as it sounds. Uh, so what thought dump is asking is <laughs> if I am genuinely happy. What is wrong with playing video games all day? And like the question essentially breaks down into him talking about his lifestyle and how people give him shit that literally he spends every waking moment of his day playing video games. And he's saying if I'm if I'm personally just happy, what, like what's wrong with doing that? So, do you want me? All right, I'm... go for it. <clears throat> <laughs> so there was a video online by what's that? Um, the animator like Koenig. Kurdish Center for Kurdish 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 Center for sure 
Um, Those ones that scare me. Kurgid's yeah. Gart. I don't, I don't watch them anymore. They scare me. They so, scare you? They scare me. It's a lot of information. But they're Great. they're really informative. And I think there was one on sort of like this question. Yeah. Um, and it kind of gets existential, you know? like, And I think what the video argues and what I took from it, it's sort of like he can. You know, you have to do what's right for you. You only have this. this it's much better than the way I'm going to say it. But you only have this one life. And you need to do what makes you happy. Mm. You And if that's whatever fulfill, fulfills you and fills that gap to get you through this stupid life, mm. then do that thing and don't worry about everyone else. But See, yeah. it's a personal journey. It, I I agree with the, it being a personal journey and people should do Fuck, whatever. Watch that video. That was a really poor execution. Whatever no, makes no. them feel fulfilled. My My – because this is a strictly opinion-based question. Like, Please. there's right. no there's no right answers to this, right? Right. But the way that I approach this is, like, if all you're doing is playing video games all day, it, to me, it feels like a, a just egregious squander of potential. You know what I mean? Yeah, but to like, who? I, I'm just presenting my opinion. No, no. That, I that I'm saying, like, you're given this life. You can do so much. You can you can learn. You have all these, like, sensory experiences that you can enjoy. You know, there's this beautiful world that's outside that you can go and, like, breathe in the fresh air of life and and enjoy and meet people and love and live and, and experience, you know, and do all of these things and, and develop yourself. Make yourself a better person, right? Um, and... You know, this is also coming from somebody who plays, like, literally five to ten hours of games a day, right? But, like, I feel like it's it's a moderation thing, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you if you mainline one thing too far, then you're you're losing a, a greater sense of fulfillment. Like, you might, you might be dialing yourself into this one thing where you're like, well, this is good enough, and I'm, ha- I'm happy with this one thing that this is giving me, but, like... You're not really going to know if you're robbing yourself of opportunity unless you purposefully put yourself out and expose yourself to I new stimuli. You that's, know? Like yeah. he thinks – it's, it's, like maybe it sounds a little condescending, but he thinks he's happy. But how would he know any better? That, that's kind of – Like how would he know if he'd well, be yeah. happier in a relationship if he's never going to pursue one? Or how would he know – Well, let's, maybe know? let's assume that he's tried to pursue things, but he's just happy doing this. Or even is if, that wrong? even if, I mean, the best part about like values is that they're own, they're all our own. You know, it's right. all it all changes depending on who's who, right? The only reason why he's actually asking this question is because society and like community right. wants you to give back to community. You know, that's what it comes down to. Like humans are trying to get something out of you and think that you should do more because you're not producing for others, right? It's usually like you got to work and you got to play, right? But then if you play all the time, then you're not working, so you're not helping yourself or others. But if that's not like your values, if they don't align with well, that, then what's the? Well, the, I feel like yeah. so. It's not so bad. In, in that same Nothing's token, bad. though, I feel like it does in a certain way. You know, not, not to me personally or whatever, but it's like in a certain way, it you could start to build up a sense of resentment to, or like people around you might start to build up a sense of resentment because it, you you are ostensibly just you're just taking from the world. You know what I mean? Well, no, on, not... on some level, you do want to contribute back. You want to even involve yourself to present some sort of positivity in, into if he's the world. Not, if he's not self-sustaining, then it's a problem, right? But if he's self-sustaining, then it's fine. Like, here, here's an example, right? 7-Eleven up the street. His name is Doug. Oh, yeah. We've known him <laughs> for 25 years or so. He's been at that 7-Eleven forever, right? And he doesn't... 
He doesn't, it doesn't look like he has any real want or need to do anything else. And he's happy about doing whatever he's doing. I don't ask what he does. He does whatever he does. Right. But he is, I guess, content. And all I can say is I'm not going to go up to him and be like, you're a waste of potential. Can't you be doing something better? Like, that's not where I'm going to be. Well, you only see him in that context, right? That, like, I, I'm taking this question as literally as possible, which is, like, this kid wakes up, turns his computer on, and is in that zone until he goes to sleep. Like, that that's kind of what I'm assuming. It, like, when, when, when Doug well, is you're not going to 7-Eleven to work right. there. I, it's I, also, like, I mean, honestly, if you're, if you're really playing video games all day every day, at that point, is it a hobby or is it an addiction? Yeah. And if it is an addiction, like, you could say the same thing about addictions of like why it makes me happy i'm just gonna do it but we know that these addictions do have negative effects on your brain yeah like it's not actually making you as happy but, as you think you are like and if you and we know that people that spend a lot of time or like like our generation compared to our parents that are spending more time on computers or on social media and less time making human interactions are at, on a whole more depressed yeah like i mean unless less, they're not so uh, so I, it's so maybe he is the exception and finding joy in this and and that's totally fine mm. but it's hard to believe that or accept it when we know all studies show the opposite yeah I, and maybe he thinks less of like he has potential maybe he sort of thinks it's enough and he's saying it's enough and he's saying he's happy but I, I don't know. But I, I, I probably put some money on there's something like deep inside of him that he wished maybe he had. To, assuming he doesn't, that he wished he had. I feel like we're more. we're putting that pressure on him, and I, I feel like, right. I to me this question is this: like he somehow has an income. He maybe has a job, but he all he wants to do in his free time, if he has the time, he just plays video games all day, and he is happy. And is that okay? That's the that that's feels what, like an interesting question it, to me. Yeah. And like going out there and fulfilling your potential, learning new things, getting out in the world. I feel like it's a very American thing. Mm. And that's that's like you know become your best self. It's a very American thing to do. And I think I told this short story before, but if you ever watched um, Top Gear, yeah, sure. Um, there's an. It's weird that I got. I still remember this, but there's an episode where they go, they go on these like crazy car journeys, car show. Um, but they went to Vietnam, right? Yeah. And they went to this fishing village that was just a bunch of like logs tied together and were just floating on this river. And all they did was fish. And they went on the boat and they, they went on the village and they talked to these guys and they learned that the people there were born on that raft. They fished. They lived their entire life on that raft. And then they died on that raft without ever setting foot on land without ever knowing about all the shit that were podcasts and all this nonsense sure but is that like a shitty life like uh, I, that that's like a, just I, another way to live so, yeah so i would i would i hear that i hear that right i wouldn't equate that to what he's doing but i would i would also no but i, but, I, but, I see what he's saying like there what he like if i can reiterate before you go on to your part right yep. just what i think alex is saying is that when it's good enough for you and you're not trying to seek anything more or nothing less and for me i guess my only value is if you're not putting yourself if you're not a burden on others and they don't have to lift you up if you're lifting yourself right. then do what you want like, well i i would i would take the information that we have here which is this person is is asking this question right those people on that raft 
aren't asking that question. Which means if this guy had to ask the question, what's wrong with me playing video games all day? It means he's at some point come up to some resistance about doing that. The resistance is society. The the resistance might be society or it might be maybe a family member that's saying like, hey, you're going to have deep vein thrombosis if you don't stand up once in a while yeah, or something. I don't think it's society like, that's thrombosis. like, I'm worried about your health. Well, what, society what is just like, like, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So what I'm saying is, because he's asking this question, it comes off, at least to me, the way that I'm interpreting it, is like, like a, a like, he's defending a position, right? Right. Like, somebody is presenting him with what you're doing is a problem, and he's saying, well, why is this a problem? Right? Right. Which... Which makes me think that his presence in doing this is burdening somebody else in some way. But you just said you're, you're, let's just take what the question is. Yeah. And like all of that is just assumptions. Sure. Yeah, because I mean, growing up, everybody says not to do drugs or, you know, play video games too much, you rot your brain out or whatever. Like all those stigmas are pretty prevalent anywhere you go in at least in america right so if you think about it from this point of view if this kid's even 21 years old and he graduated from college he's only playing video games all the time but maybe he has a job that that you know sustains him so he doesn't have to you know burden himself over like the other parents then he still has the every right to ask that question i mean again another assumption is that he has something to sustain himself like i'm just saying this is why we're let's not even take that into account like if you have free time period yeah forget money if you have free if you have 10 hours in a day yeah. And he spends all those 10 hours playing video games, whereas we would play five and then maybe go out and get lunch or, like, you know, go on dates or what, and then meet up with friends. He's just playing video games. Is that okay? Yeah. I mean, ultimately, I, I, I have no problem with that. I think it would be it, – it, to me, personally, my opinion, Justin Skirbo, I look at that and I'm saying it just feels like you're squandering potential. So, like – I, I won't say that it's wrong because I can't say that it's wrong, but I would say that if I was in this person's shoes, I would feel like I'm wasting a lot of potential. Yeah, that's, I, I and mean, that's you. That's me. Even, and I would like, feel the same way. Just thinking about it, if you spend that much time, like, it, I, you know, it's not like video games throughout your brain, but it is bad for you on some sense to spend that much time alone. It's bad for your mental health to spend that much time alone on a computer, not interacting or like all these other things that make you a stable, balanced, mentally healthy person. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if you're going to look at, like I kind of look at it that way and honestly, dude, like, yeah, a little bit. There is a little bit wrong with it. Well, guys, welcome back to the TZR Podcast, episode 181. We just had a little bit of a brownout, but uh, we're back. It was somehow, scary. Somehow the podcast was saved. Very Yeah, happy wow, that, that was kind of scary. We <laughs> almost lost that one. Yeah, but um, we... We cut Liz off. The universe didn't want us to know what she was going to say. Guys, yeah. I had a lot of And she never I'm will. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, I'm very insightful and thoughtful, and uh, bro, you should get yourself checked. <laughs> yeah. Well, either way, I I really enjoyed this, uh, this discussion we had about this. Um, again, there are no right answers here. And this is definitely a bit of a deeper, more, like, personal topic than we've run with before. But I enjoyed it. You guys want me to find more questions like these? Getting yeah. personal. I like it. Okay. Okay. I will uh, I will keep digging on these. I, I do want to wrap up. We, we talked a little bit more during the brownout. Yes. And just sort of just, like, it's. I think it's fine if it, you're happy, but there are risks involved. 
make sure you're healthy you get your mental health in order talk to someone talk to friends talk to therapists if you need to but um play your games have fun be happy but don't yes. get fucked up did you say, educate yourself did you say free educate time yourself. in the question was free time ever enunciated or was it just, just playing gonna, video games all day you. ready Nerd. That's the question. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> control, control F. Free time in there. Or is it all like I spend all day every day? Yeah, because it's hard to know uh, without no. knowing like all right, well, age, then... like you know, were there job punctu- status? Is there punctuation? Like, My, does he write out the is word? It like, you? Is he seventeen and it's summertime and his parents are like, get off the fucking computer yeah. sure. and go outside sure. sounds like or a question is he 27 and he's yeah. got a job and he's like sorry guys i can't come out i'm gonna go home and play video games yeah, yeah. i right. would say much of this question depends on age amount of responsibility and amount of social I, connections and you know social I, responsibilities I, you have yeah. i do like the, does he have kids like <laughs> yeah right. I, I do enjoy wife in the other room being yeah. like get off the computer yeah, exactly. i do like the high level question but yes my answer would absolutely change if this nine-paragraph question has more context. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find more uh, insightful, interesting questions like these as we go into the future. But I think this might be a good place for us to wrap up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Before the power goes out again. Yes, let's uh, let's count our lucky stars. So recap is like Nintendo Direct not happening. E3 pretty much dead, and don't play too many video games. Yeah, got it. Or do who or knows? Or do. <laughs> or do. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll let you know when we hear about the Nintendo Direct. That's really what this is all about. I yeah. just want to know right. when the Nintendo Direct is. All right. Well, for now, thank you, Liz. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Scarbo. No problem. And Everyone. we will see you on the next one. Brandon's are scary. <laughs>